Hey, welcome to episode 34 of The Nerd Out. I'm Lisa. I'm Ritz P. We're girls and we nerd out. You can reach us online at The Nerd Out on Twitter. We are on Facebook, The Nerd Out. You simply search for it. And you can email us, info at thenerdout.com. Yeah, so here we are. We had a longer break than intended. A <laughs> little, little longer break than intended, but it's awesome to be here. Yeah, we're back. We have a lot to talk about, a lot of ground to cover. Mm-hmm. Um, and let's not forget, kids, that we nerd out with our cock out. Oh, yeah, totally. We're <laughs> so ner- right now, our cocks are out. Our cocks are totally out. <laughs> I feel the breeze. <laughs> <laughs> I feel no breeze. <laughs> Dick in a box. What? <laughs> um... Let's see, emails and comments. Let's talk about um, Matt. Shout out to Matt, from, uh, a.k.a. Geek Stuff OG from Big Kev's a Geek Stuff Podcast. Matt's always an awesome listener. He I is. totally appreciate him. Yeah, so I wanted to give him a shout out and say hello. I'm hugging the mic. He said I'm he wanted French to... kissing the mic. <laughs> he said he wanted to catch up on, uh, he needed to catch up on the nerd out, and it's like... You probably caught up because <laughs> yeah. Hey, Matt, Psst, you're already caught up. <laughs> but now there's a new one, so you better hurry up. Yeah. Um, let's let's start off. Let's are we? What are we gonna get into? Let's get educational. Let's get educational. I was doing some research for the supernatural bear recently, mm-hmm. and I came across something that you know goes with what we're about here at the Nerd Out. Mm-hmm. Girls. Women, females, mm-hmm. nerding out. And Nancy B's science club, she nerds out about science. Okay. And she wants you to nerd out with her, especially if you're a little girl. Is this kind of like a Mr. Wizard's world for girls? Yeah, I think so. And it's it's super cute. And I think I was looking into it. Um, you know, Supernatural Bear's a dude, so that's not going to go down. But I thought it was really awesome. Because uh, Nancy ain't, B... Ain't no reason that he can't have some, like, nerdy girls to look up to. That's true. That's very, very true. But I thought it was awesome. So, like, if you have a daughter or a niece or, you know, something like that, mm-hmm. go. we'll have a link to Nancy B's Science Club. And they have, like, cool at-home experiments. <gasps> like, and... for, like for science class and stuff that you would do at school. <gasps> look at that. And she just like, clicked on a page. Yeah, this is amazing. And it's cool science tools, like... You know, the moon scope and the microscope. Like, you know, because I have the picture of the microscope because I was all into that, but I was on the DL. But the thing that I love a lot about it is that she has, like, her science friends who are all females, different shades and colors. That's pretty great. Yeah, I think it's awesome. Okay, Nancy B., Two thumbs up from us. Yes. I, I, I was thinking maybe we could have one day we could have Nancy B as oh my a special God. guest. I would love that. And if you have any young scientists in your life, especially of the female variety, you should totally turn them on to this. Yeah. Nancy B Science Club. All right. Now let's get to some let's, real... Let's imp- change gear. Let, let's get into the important fucking shit right now. Mm-hmm. A couple of days ago, on the blogs, mm-hmm. in the blogospheres... Showed a picture that was tweeted of my man, Alex Garsgar, and Our Ellen. man. Our man, Alex Garsgar, <laughs> and Ellen Page. Who, should rumor be believed, is also our girl, Ellen Page, because <laughs> she likes the ladies. <laughs> right, SSO, same-sex oriented. So they're like, oh, it's a couple, right? And I was like, what? They're like, oh, it's official, what? And then... D-listed one of my favorite blogs, Michael K, who's amazing, um, has a, a post that says, you know, Alex Garsgar and Ellen Page aren't doing it. 
I believe that they are not doing yeah, it because I believe, I believe she is a lesbian. I totally believe she's a lesbian. I get I nothing but I believe that she that. is she a lesbian on the DL. Lesbatronic for date. And that's yeah. why he, they're so comfortable yeah. with the PDA. Because she's like, whatever, I can grab this shit and like don't mean anything to me. Yeah. Whereas I would be like, I could never grab that because I would jizz in my pants. I Just thinking about it right now, I have to Makes change you my jizz, undies. I know. It happens. <laughs> Ascars. Whoosh. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. So, I'm thinking the same thing. Okay. SSO. So, you know. Whew. Okay. Avoided. Inverted. <laughs> Whoosh. Um, so, E3, I know. You, uh, yeah, E3's happening. It just but, finished happening in Los Angeles. I didn't go. I was wondering if you went, if you heard the news. I know people are all, like, watching on Twitter and yeah. all the social media. You're the gamer of the crew. So I had a couple, word? I had a couple offers of passes, but I also heard that they were kind of cracking down on passes and I didn't want to go bad enough to go down there to spend like $50 parking and to get, get there and get yeah, totally no gracias. <laughs> um, I think that the big thing that came out of kind of E3 and in the days leading up to E3 were talking about the new gaming consoles. Uh-huh. Um, so you have, you know, at first people were really excited about the new, well, that's, that's incorrect. People were somewhat excited <laughs> about the new Xbox. And then people became more excited about the new PlayStation, mostly based on how lame the Xbox was. Um. And so there was some talk about that and what games were going to be available first. Um, jury's still out for me. I mean, I only got my first PlayStation. <laughs> my first PlayStation. I didn't get that until like a year ago, and I've probably logged 20 hours on it. So I'm a modest gamer. I'm more of a PC gamer. Um, but yeah, from what I understand, E3 was, you know, some good times, but the problem is from when I've gone before is you have to go and stand in line for a million hours to go actually get real gameplay or get up close and personal with stuff that you want to check out. Mm. And it just ends up, I don't know, you get old, man, and you're like, I got better shit to do with my life. Yeah. I'll go watch what people do online, and then I'll check it out when it's available. No, that makes sense. Yeah. I went to E3 a long-ass time ago, like 99 or I don't know, something like that. And I went, uh, this was Complex Magazine, hadn't even launched yet, um, but my friend... Uh, was gonna be like the editor or something like that so I got hired to go to E3 because this is when I was a photographer to, hired to and go in 99 to, they're like <laughs> hey let me make it rain on you to go do shit <laughs> right and so basically I got paid to go to E3 mm-hmm. right um to take pictures of some of my favorite hip-hop artists mm, that sucks yeah it's totally sucked and that whole gig paid for my trip to Cuba Oh, yeah. <laughs> They're like, hey, how about if we pay you a lot of money to go do something that you would do anyway for free, and then afterwards you can go on your dream trip somewhere? It's awesome. And I still have some, like, some of, like, the best pictures that I had. Like, I'm on the floor at E3 taking pictures of, like, Casual and I forget who else, another member of Hieroglyphics, if you're a big hip-hop head, you know who those people are. And I'm on the floor shooting them while they're playing I forgot what game it was at the time and um it was good it was fucking good times nice. so when I think of E3 I think of it fondly but I wouldn't want to go I'm not a big gamer so I wouldn't want to do all that stuff you're talking about yeah yeah I'm over it I mean I yeah 
So uh, I want to talk about MySpace because there's a, been a huge, huge push the past couple of days. Today is Friday, June 14th. Oh, really? Yeah, huge push. I'm um, way behind the times. So it kind of started a little planting the seed at South by Southwest when they did a secret show. Mm -hmm. um, Justin Timberlake's like really a part of it. Mm -hmm. So he performed at it and stuff. They threw some equity at him. Yeah, and <laughs> of course, and um, my friend from way back in the days when I used to um, do publicity promotions for underground hip hop records, mm -hmm. yeah, he goes by. He back then he used to go by Jazzbo, but Joseph Patel, he worked at MTV News, then um, Vice. Um, I think TV. I might know him. I'm pre pretty sure you do because he's done a whole bunch of shit and he's like produced a bunch of. Really awesome uh, programming for MTV News and for Vice and documentaries and all that stuff like that. He's he's pretty rad. Originally from the Bay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, <laughs> so you know, we follow each other on Twitter and Instagram. And I saw, I forgot, maybe earlier this year and last year, he's posting pictures that he's leaving Vice. At, you know, he lived in New York. So I was like, yo, where you know, on Twitter, where you, where are you going to? Like, what's the word? And he's like, DMs me. You know, he didn't put it on Twitter, and he's like. He's like, I'm going to um, help revamp MySpace. <laughs> I tried laughing because I thought it was a joke. Like, literally thought it was a joke. <laughs> so I didn't even say, like, oh, word? Like, la, 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 la. Right, you're you like, LOL, 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 I didn't even, you know, I didn't even say anything. I was like, whatever. I was like, okay, he's playing jokes. He doesn't want to tell me. He's probably like, you know, top secret or whatever. And he's like, no, really, I'm revamping MySpace. And then as he South by Southwest, and he's like posting, I was like, oh, shit, is he really? Like, I was like, nah. And then all of a sudden, like, I see this huge push. So, like, they just had the launch party yesterday, two days ago, at the oh. LRA. Oh. And so there's pictures all over the place of all the stars. Like, and then they have, like, um, My invitation TV. must have been lost in the mail. <laughs> TV advertisement that has, like, you know, Pharrell in it and a whole bunch of people in it. Hmm. So I was like, there's this big push. I was like, let me check this shit out. Went to MySpace. The whole shit looks completely different it's actually pretty gorgeous well they redid it um maybe six months ago six or eight months ago they re I, I am so bad with timing i could be totally off but a little while ago they totally redid it and they launched this sort of like music centric in fact it was probably a year ago that they launched the new logo and I felt like they've been sort of flailing around. So it's nice to hear that they did something it's, that's new and beautiful. It's it's really beautiful. I mean, I haven't re I've totally deleted my account before. Um, oh my god, I still have an account. And if you if still you, have it, if you still have it, let us know. We will be MySpace friends. <laughs> oh look at that! That is really pretty. And it's and I so I I, I tweeted and I was like yeah, I was like I really like the look. He's like thanks. So. They're doing a, it's like full speed ahead right now with uh -huh. that. So he is actually the VP of content and creative. Okay. So there's a lot of different articles he talks about. I want to try to got, uh, try to, try to got, try to get, try to, motherfucker. Try, try I tried to, to get him to tell me like what three things he wanted people to really mm -hmm. pay attention to and stuff. So when he does that, when he responds, I'll like, he's probably getting like bombarded because he just had the party. 
they're just uh you know so i want to see what you guys you know out there what you guys think of it are you going to go back so i tweeted i was like who's going to go back to to <laughs> and then ironically everyone saw that and was like she's fucking totally yeah. full of shit right now yeah. instead of like the way you were with him no totally so i got like responses not a chance i don't think so and then my favorite favorite one was my homie oh random hero who aka i call him chester because he has his uh Mustache, he looks like Chester the Molester. He said, only if they have glitter comments again. You remember that shit? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Comments. But what they're really trying to do is trying to be, you know, take it back to what it used to be, really music-centric. They're going to have um, uh, unique content stories. They're going to continue with the uh, secret shows all around the country. So, I don't know. We'll see what happens. I don't know if I'm going to be all into it again, <laughs> but... I do miss, you know, uh, discovering new talent, new music, new bands, new people. When when it was first started off like that, and then when it got to the glittery comments and all that, and that's when I was like, oh, you know, what's what's this Facebook shit? Well, so, memo memo from the music business insider, quote unquote. Uh, you would actually be surprised, or maybe you wouldn't. How a how many people still use MySpace? B, how many people still use MySpace to listen to music? Music plays on MySpace, at least um, effective probably two and a half years ago, far outpaced the amount of music that people listen to on Facebook, through ver even through various apps. Like, MySpace is, it was really a place where people consumed music. And I don't know if it's because I'm old or because I'm out of touch or whatever, but I was like, are you shitting me? But it really is a place that people spend a lot of time on MySpace listening to music. And if you saw the data, you would be shocked. Shocked, I say. <laughs> no, and I, I know that they really try to do something like that for Facebook. And it's it doesn't really work. It work, I think for Facebook, it works if you're like a company or, you know. But for music, it you know, especially my friends who were in who are musicians or in bands, they'd have a Facebook page and it. It didn't have the same vibe or effect that a MySpace Different page had. Different vibe. You didn't have the access. Like, I, I don't go to someone's Facebook page to listen to music. I go to their Facebook page to, you know, browse photos, mm -hmm. you know. Um, but my, I don't know. We'll see how it goes. I don't I'm trying, I'm debating if I should, since I delete it, do a whole new account. Maybe just to, mm. you know, fish around and see how it goes and whatever. You can take over my old account. What, what if was I your can, name? If I can remember the login, I have no idea. <laughs> have to go back to Friendster and look it up. Friendster, remember Friendster. Um, so yeah. So, anyways, if you're uh, checking it out, let us know what you think, and we'll see how it goes. I mean, it looks like they got a lot of money, and they're really trying really hard to to do this. Right so, on. Um, San Diego Comic Con's right around the corner. So excited. We were just talking about what we could wear to San Diego Comic-Con. Yeah, and we, we decided the Star Trek uniforms are going to have to wait till next year. Yeah. Um, the Xena Princess Warrior. Mm -hmm. Next year, I think. Next year. Next year. Like, we'll, we'll trade off days. We'll do like cosplay, a different like universe will be our cosplay each day yeah. next year. What, it would be, basically it's going to be full on, uh, full on suits, like body suits one day. Uh -huh. And then the next day it's loincloth. Yeah, to so this bodies, year, right? Yeah, this year. So, okay. like, one, the first day preview, well, are we going to go loincloth, more loincloth, or uh, more full-body Oh, I think suit. that this year's going to be full-body suit, like, 
almost like there's a green screen behind me and I'm like and golloming little, out. Yeah, I yeah. Think, okay. I think that's, that's gonna I be I'm gonna glue golf balls all over say. myself. Yeah, yeah that's, that's gonna probably be gonna be the first day. Um <laughs> and, and just just a little uh tease, uh friends well friend uh Jack over at Vinyl Post posted uh, the toy Colt Yard map for this year. So it kind of shows you for oh. the toy nerds, uh, you know, the uh, designer world, the art world, oh, where you can go, where everyone's, cause you can map it out. And, and kind That's of pretty cool. So we're going to have a link to that so you so can So you can see. map it out and then get there and be able to move um, five yards in ten minutes because <laughs> there's so many people. But at least you'll know but where you're, you're going. Right. Exactly. Ahead of time. So, yeah. Um, let's get into some movies. So it's been a while and I've seen a couple movies. All right, break it down. Last weekend, I saw Much Ado About Nothing. Oh, with, uh, JJ. Uh, Joss Whedon. Joshua, JJ. The Joss Whedon Much Ado About, About Nothing, which had a number of his stars, like people that he's worked with over the years. But he from had Buffy your men. And your whatever. men's in it. Let's yeah, break Nathan, it down. That Nathan Fillion's in it. In when, it. I, when I saw, yeah. when I heard about he was yeah. in it. I was like, she's totally going to see this shit. Oh, yeah. I mean, I will see anything that Joss Whedon does. Um, so we went there, and then they had a panel afterwards. Oh, nice. And this is like, this is one of those things where it's like, you're really happy that you live in Los Angeles. Because yeah. if you live in Wichita, you don't get this shit. No, ever. So afterwards, the whole, um, not the whole cast, but a lot of the cast came out, and they had a big conversation. Anyway, much ado about nothing. Um, it's in limited release right now, so if you're in a big city, you can probably see it. It is obviously a Shakespeare play. Joss Whedon has a long history starting around Buffy where like on a sort of monthly basis he would just pull actor friends together and stage Shakespeare productions in his like lovely backyard. Oh. And um, they kind of just had this idea. He always wanted to film Much Ado About Nothing, whatever. So then where after... Where does he live? Does he live in Silver Lake? Uh, he lives in Santa Monica. Oh. Funny you <laughs> should mention that because we're going to get there. <laughs> So he lives in Santa Monica, and um, and so after he finished the Avengers, but before they began like mixing and special effects, post production, all that stuff, he had intended to go on a trip to Italy, and his wife was like, "Instead of going to Italy, you keep obsessing about this much ado about nothing thing. Why don't we just film it?" And he's like, "How would I do that?" And they're like, "I don't know. Film it at the house." Oh. So they filmed much ado about nothing over a week and a half at their house. Ah, that's awesome. And so everything in the set, first of all, it's words that I do not normally use to describe Shakespeare. Effervescent. <laughs> laugh out loud funny. Wow. And it was like watching it. I have recently read Much Ado About Nothing, but I was with someone who hadn't. And it was laugh out loud funny, super delightful and charming oh, and like so sweet. It was great. Oh, I look forward to seeing it. And while I was watching it, I was with somebody who was laughing their ass off because they kept looking over at me when it would show, like, shots out in the backyard. And they would, <laughs> and my friend Jeannie would look over at me, and I would be looking at it, and she knew that I was thinking, where the fuck is that? <laughs> so I'd like to entitle this segment, Much Ado About Stalking. <laughs> Armed with the information that I learned from this movie... <laughs> I went home on Google Maps. Via triangulation. And not only did I figure out kind of where Joss Whedon lives, but I found his house on Google Maps. And now I want to go try by it. 
It has a very distinctive backyard because he has an amphitheater in his backyard. Oh, there it is. And so when I was like, okay, I have figured out the golf course, the part of Los Angeles, the direction it's facing, and I have 20 houses to choose from, I see the one it is. So how long did it take you to find it once you got on? 10 minutes. See, that's kind of scary. It's kind of creepy, right? Yeah. So, I was, my friend, I was texting back and forth, and I was like, oh my god, I found it. She was like, you are a crazy stalker. And I was like, no, I would be a crazy stalker if I was driving over there right now. But you wanted to. Well, I wanted to, but I'm, <laughs> this is Los Angeles, bitch. I ain't fucking driving anywhere that I don't need to drive. But the next time I am on the west side visiting a friend of mine who lives sort of near him. He has to talk. watch out. I'm totally, yeah, I'm totally going to do a drive-by. That's hilarious. Yeah, and then, and I'm not going to knock on a door. And I'm not going to, like, vomit out in front or cry or anything like that. I'm going to play it super cool. I'm just going to drive by. You're going to dress up in your Girl Scout outfit. I'm going to, like, wear my best Buffy outfit or Willow and show up. Hi! Uh, I also saw Star Trek, which probably everyone has seen at this point. Oh, except for you. No, not me. Not I. It's cool. It's cool. Um, Star Trek? I heard it's really fun. I heard it's a good time. Star Trek was good. Benedict Cumberbatch, who I'm a little crushy on. He's Sherlock in the new BBC oh, see, Sherlock. See, see, see. He's the, yes, yes, yes. He yes. is the bad guy in this, and he is amazing. And His so name I is love amazing. Him. His name, come on, Benedict Cumberbatch. Cumberbatch. Yeah, I'd hit the name alone. Um, this weekend, I'm seeing Man of Steel and Iron Man, which I have not seen, and I gotta see it before it's gone. So I've heard mixed things about Man of Steel. Really? Yeah, but I'll see it in 3D like it's my job. fine. Yeah, he's pretty fine. Mm -hmm. um, I plan to, to watch it, but not in the theater. What? See, like, if you're going to see a superhero movie, for me, <laughs> I got to see it on a big the, screen. I'm cool with just, especially yeah. right now, limited time, but yeah, I, totally. I, I want to see it because I love him. Yeah. The next up, this next weekend, is World War Z, which I have plans to see on Sunday. I want to see that for sure. Um, the trailers... Stress me out. Oh, stress <laughs> me out beyond. Because, like, not only do you have fast-moving zombies, but you have, like, herds of them. Yeah, like, like a, a flock. Yes. Like a... Infestation. Like an infestation. Ooh. Yeah. So, okay, I don't know too much about... their books? They're uh, World War comic, was a book. What, what is it? it was written by, I believe, Albert Brooks's son. Oh. Some, Max Brooks. Oh. And um, he's written a couple of zombie-related books. One is, like, a survival hand guide, and one is World War Z. And World War Z, the book, is sort of an oral history of the zombie apocalypse, and the movie is not remotely anything like the book. Oh. I think they just kind of took the theme and ran with it. Oh, okay. So it's, you know, sort of taken from... There is a character, I think, in the books who's sort of, like, recording this, like a UN sort of person. Mm. But in, in, in the movie, that UN person is Brad Pitt. But instead of it, like, looking back later, like, oh, this is what happened at this battle and whatever, it, like, kind of takes you through the whole okay. thing. And do you think when... How do we feel when Brad Pitt is picks a movie? We feel like it um, makes it legit, like quality instantaneously i mean i feel like it makes it a lot better looking yeah because he's fine but i don't know i was like oh 
he's doing like a zombie type thing, I, I definitely need to check that out. Yeah, I mean, I think that we want to believe that Brad Pitt has good taste. Yeah. He but... does. I mean, the movies that he... Yeah, I mean, he seems he... to have... Dude, come on. Fight Club? He's got good <sighs> Fight taste. Club. You know that one photo still of mm-hmm. Fight Club that shows mm-hmm. the DDs, mm-hmm. the D'Angelo dips. That kills me. I used to have it on my computer. The old, mm-hmm. old, old, old computer. Um... Okay, cool. So I want to watch it, too. Yeah. And recently I saw a couple nerd movies, sort of nerd movies. One is Chronicle. I just watched that last night. I've never seen that. That came out like a year or two ago. And it's about, I don't even know, nobody you've ever heard of. And it's about these kids, these three boys who interact with something that might be government related, might be alien, who knows, whatever. And then they slowly but surely develop um, telekinesis related abilities to um, to fly, to control things, whatever, with their mind. And um, it was, it, it actually got really good kind of reviews when it came out. And I didn't see it in the theater, and so I finally watched oh. it last night on TV. And it was interesting. I mean, at this point, I think that you just have to reward stuff for being, um, see, 85% oh, on Rotten Tomatoes. I think at this point you just have to reward stuff for being its own thing and not yeah. being derivative of like a book or yeah. a comic or whatever. So I did think that that was great. And it, it has was... Homeboy from uh, Friday Night Lights. Oh, Homeboy. really? Yeah, this Which dude. Which I've still never seen. Oh my God, so good. Um, like if you liked Cloverfield, you'll like Chronicle. Uh, and then oh. recently I went to, in Los Angeles, we have outdoor movie watching at the Hollywood Forever Cemetery. And you bring your blanket and a picnic, and at nighttime you watch a movie, and we watched uh, American Psycho. One of my favorite movies of it all time. so good, that movie. I love it. And back, going back to MySpace, you know, I, on your profile you post like different videos and stuff like that, YouTube mm-hmm. videos. And one of my videos was to a famous scene in American Psycho. Which that, scene? The, the uh, business card scene. Cillian Rail is the name of the Cillian Rail, the, the the font. Yeah, because you know, as a graphic designer, you you know, you always totally. check out someone else's car. Like, ugh. Yeah. Uh, and so that whole scene where he's like totally sweating and he's yeah. like talking about it and uh, losing his mind over somebody's business card. If you guys have not seen American Psycho, you people like that to. might exist. If you have no, not seen do. it, yeah, go see it. It's so good. It's like. It's directed great. by a woman. Yeah, well, they had to have a woman direct that because it caused <laughs> such a furor when it came out. But it's just like, it's really satire at its most cerebral and finest. Yeah. And I don't, you know what? I have to find the link. Maybe we'll find the link and post it. So, you know, when he's doing that one amazing scene um, and he's quoting Huey Lewis. Oh, and yes. Huey Lewis. So, on Funny or Die, just recently, maybe a couple of months ago, Huey Lewis is reenacting that scene with Weird Al Yankovic. Oh, I yeah. I saw that yeah. recently. Yeah, because awesome. he does this whole, before he proceeds to kill people, <laughs> he gives this big lecture about, like, super serious lecture about how the importance, <laughs> the anthropological importance of Huey Lewis in the news and their album, Sports. If memory so, serves, it's sports. So good. So good. So good. Um, so, yeah. That's where I am at with the movies. I have been watching a lot of TV, um, not the least of which is Game of oh, Motherfucking, Motherfucking Thrones. Thrones. Dude. 
Dude. Let's talk about Spoiler the- alert. I mean, if you're into it, you've already fucking seen it. June fucking 12. Yeah. And if you haven't, then you should probably skip forward about three minutes because we're about to give shit away that will ruin the series for you if you haven't seen it yet. Okay. So, my- The sad- For me, the saddest thing was that I didn't see the second to last episode until- like a couple of days after the fact. So everyone uh-huh. was tweeting and going crazy out. and talking about it. So I was like, oh shit, something really crazy went down. So when I'm watching it, I already know that something really crazy is going down. So you're kind of prepped. So I'm a little prepped already, right? So as soon as she's like, I'm pre-, you know, pregnant, I was like, I know mm-hmm. what's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. And then when they go to that and that tension that you already feel, Ugh. when he's like kind of feeling her up, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then like, you just feel this tension in the air and like everyone's looking at each other. I was like, oh shit, that's what's going to go down. Everyone's talking about the red wedding and this and that. And I was like, <gasps> I was just waiting for it. I was like, oh, that the red wedding episode, knowing what happened, watching it was like so uncomfortable. It was not even enjoyable. Cause you, you, cause I have never read the book. So you read the book. So yeah. you and all your people who have read we the book. We kept our mouth shut. You guys are good. Can I give a high, an internet you high five really to, to book readers? We did a good, really job. good job. So you guys had been waiting. You guys, because that, that was that a couple of uh, episodes going back for us. Mm-hmm. You talk about there's something really big that happened. Yes. This is what you're talking about. Yes. That's what I figured. Yeah. And I feel like... For anyone who read the book, you read that part in the book, and you, I remember, there are people who like threw their book across the room, there are people who didn't finish the book. I remember folding my book, setting it down, <laughs> I think I was in bed, it was like at night, and like laying back and being like, are you fucking kidding me right so now? So that's what I wanted to ask you. In the book, it goes down like that pretty much? Do they? Do they pretty do? much. Oh. The wolf is loose. And the wolf gets loose in the book and take, here's the one thing that some people had an issue with and I kind of, I kind of understand, but I also understand how for dramatic effect, whatever is hard to do in the book. It's a, it's a bigger battle. Mm. And like in this one, it was fish in a barrel. Yeah. Like fish equal Starks (laughs) barrel equal Walter Frey's dining room. (laughs) Um, in the books, it was way more like, um, Grey Wind, Rob's wolf gets out, rips the throats out of like a bunch of people and he's like howling and upset the whole time. And everyone's like, why is he so upset? And it's because he kind of has his animal sixth sense going on. And, um, there are various characters that it's like, it's just, it's already so confusing in the TV series that you don't know that the great John takes down a bunch of people. You don't know that, um... The, the Manderling, the young Manderling Lord who becomes important down the line, who is sitting on the other side of Cat. You mm. don't know that, like, he took some people out and then he went down. Mm. And there's, like, you know, it's, like, a it's a more pitched battle inside this room, but really the end result is the same. Oh, well, I can't even and imagine And Cat doesn't it. kill his wife. Oh. She kills one of his sons. Oh, what's that? That's... So it doesn't. Oh, that well, changes. Well, he he's the fool. He is mentally retarded. Oh. And he's like, I don't care about that son anyway. Oh, I wonder why they Kind of like that. he was with the wife. I think it might be too harsh for people. Like, uh. hey, let's kill the mentally handicapped. Uh. Um, but yeah, it was. 
And then it was the same, It's it was that same feeling. I think part of the reason that book readers are so good about not telling everyone is that like it crushed our spirits. So you're just like, and we're like, I'm going to let you, I'm going to let you, I'm not going to shit on that because I want you to, to be like feel as well. the same way <laughs> yeah, I yeah. felt. No, I, I, I would have done the same too about it. I watched that. it with a couple of friends. I watched it with one of my friends, Nathan, Nathan of the Table Set Podcast. And, like, afterwards, everyone was kind of like, you know, oh, man, that was a drag. He, like, sat there slumped over, like, looking straight ahead for, like, ten minutes, saying, like, he said, like, two words. And we're like, Nathan, I'm sorry, are you okay? He's like, that was just really dark. <laughs> we're like, I know, I'm sorry. You said his name, like, like, like his, that's his clan name. Nathan. Nathan of the table of set. Of the table set. Clan. Um, so yeah, and there is actually something that I wanted the season to end on, but it didn't. Um, those of you who have read the books, there is the, shall we say, reintroduction of a certain character that I was kind of hoping would be the final scene because I feel like that, that there's like a little bit of hope and vengeance in that. And instead I felt like the last episode was, it was fine. You know, it was a lot of setup for the upcoming one. I was a little creeped out by the whole, like, oh, Danny, the great white savior to save, like, all of the mm. brown people. That doesn't happen in the... Well, I, I don't feel like it's, like, I don't feel that... like it's such a homogenous, like, yeah. kind of slave group of people. Like, the slaves are people from all over the place that mm. have been, like, stolen. Um, but then I also understand that they filmed in Morocco, and, like, you can't bust in a bunch of people <laughs> who, like, you know, let's mix it up a little bit. Um, and... Yeah, I was, it was, like, a lot happened in that last one. You got to see Tywin, like, putting his cock out on the table and being like, Joffrey, go to bed. That was pretty great. You got to see Arya kill someone for the first time. Yeah, like, really kill someone. Crazy. I felt, like, And you're so, so mixed, because you're like, no. yes, vengeance. And then you're like, oh, my God, this poor child. No, no, I'm, like, I'm, like, super excited for her. I was like, she needed to get <laughs> it out. And, and, you know, it must have felt so amazing. And she probably is, like confused because she's a kid and everything like that but it's another time it's a different world she has a lot of rage and anger and she has dead eyes now she she does and so much shit has happened to her and her family like you know she's seen so much yeah so it's like mm, yeah you need to stab somebody and, <laughs> and and one thing that i'm curious to see they're messing with some timelines like bran is much more bran is like a book and a half ahead right now Who's Bran? Bran is the crippled Stark kid. Oh, oh, so, 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 so. so he's he's like a book and a half ahead of everyone. Oh. Um, Theon, dick in a box. Oh, dick in a box. He's probably a book ahead of everybody. And in the books, too, they do not really explicitly let you know when they, you know that Ramsay has gone after his genital area with a knife, but you don't really have it broadcast loud and clear like that. So, okay, so this, I missed part of an episode when all that stuff was happening. Okay. So, like I said, I don't know. You can't you can't really say a lot of names and I know, but uh -huh. I see their faces. I know their storylines. Totally. But Rams, who is that? What What's happening? Why is he torturing them? I don't get it. Because I remember okay. I saw, the one part I saw, and I guess I missed, it was, it was on, but something was happening probably with Supernatural Better. And is when 
he's like, oh, I'm going to save you or whatever, right? Yes. And then he lets him go, and then he's about to get fucking sodomized, and then homeboy comes out, kills everybody, and takes him in, and then all of a sudden, he's back on the thing. Yeah. And then he's being tortured and tortured and tortured. So what is that? I don't understand what that storyline is. Okay, so the guy who was Rob's banner man, Reese Bolton, and the sigil is the flayed man and the X, the sort of like a cross, right? And so he was the one who killed Rob and said the Lannisters send their regards. Oh, see, see, see. And then in the last episode was chatting with Walder Frey and kind of rolling his eyes because he's like, what are we going to do about the Blackfish? Oh, yeah, yeah, Who's the last of the Tullys who's still alive, whatever. That is his bastard son. Who, so... Ramsey. Yeah, Roose's bastard son is Ramsey Bolton. Uh, Who was on The Misfits, for those of you who watched The Misfits. Yes, yes, yes. So when Theon took... Over Winterfell, mm-hmm. Roos was like, hey, Rob, why don't you let me send my bastard son and some men up there? We'll clean him out. And Rob was like, great, do that. And pardon the Ironborn if they turn Theon over. So he went up there. They were like, hey, you guys will be pardoned. It's, they kind of gloss over it. But like, hey, you guys will be pardoned. And then they're like, great, here's Theon. And then they killed him anyway. And so Ramsay, because he is totally psychotic, oh. is like, I'm going to play some games with this guy. And so he's like, you're free. I'm going to help you. Oh, psych. No, I'm not. Oh, hey, I'm going to cut your dick off. Oh, hey, I'm going to eat a sausage. And I was like, I don't know. I was like, uh, what did I miss? I must have missed like a significant part. But yeah. I don't even know what's he's, happening in that story. He's just totally psycho. Uh, and he definitely takes after his father, Roose Bolton. Mm-hmm. But Roose Bolton is much better at hiding his psychosis uh, see, than Ramsey is. Speaking of digging a box, like I was telling you, mm-hmm. during that scene, that's all I could hear is that song. <laughs> yeah. Digging a box. That's it. That's it, man. That's it. Um, so Game of Motherfucking Thrones. Yeah. I, I, I do like how it was... I, I, I love the dragons. <laughs> I love the dragons, too. <laughs> and that new dude. The new oh, Dario? Fabio? Or yeah, like, I'm not into has, those types. He has too many teeth for a really small mouth. There's something about him, like... I, like, I mean, I'd hit it. I'm I just saying I, he has I, too many teeth like and a small his, mouth. Like, I don't like that Fabio-type look, but... Don't you kind of want to brush his hair? No. <laughs> Not at all. You don't want to braid it? But I'll, I'll hit it. But, like, it's just like, what? It, I don't know what it is about him. I think that he's very charming because he's a total rake and a rapscallion, but he only wants to be with ladies who want to be with him. Maybe. I don't know. And he's not, I, think it's, I think it's, like, his... his uh, like his stature, like he looks big. He kind of looks like what's his name? Oh, Khal Drogo. Like a li- like he doesn't look like a but like that's probably on purpose. There's a pre- there's a presence there that I, I you know by yeah. myself uh, attracted to <laughs> a little bit against your will um, and too many teeth. Uh, so yeah, now we have to wait for like nine months, ten months. Dude, Are you fucking a, kidding me? That's a long fucking time. What happens if I die before then? You know that this is a problem <laughs> that I worry about. At least you have the, you know what, you know. I know, but I don't know the the end, the very end. I don't know anything. You know. Okay. Game of motherfucking thrones. Yeah. I'm going to miss you. Yeah. Um, what else? So Southland. You love Southland. Yeah. And the motherfucker got canceled. See, that's why we can't have nice things. So it is, you know, critic acclaim and all this shit. So, um, you know, the G's. Uh, mm-hmm. Joe tells me because he he follows TNT on Twitter or something like that and he's like Southland cancel like, what cancel so basically he's putting me up on things 
it got canceled and they're asking the main character the one that's like left of the cliffhanger you don't know if he's dead or alive on the season finale mm-hmm. they ask him you know like oh poor him or what are you gonna do now blah blah or how did you find out he found out via twitter that the shit got canceled and like tnt had this full-on statement that i read saying like oh even though you know it was critically canned and blah 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 blah, blah, blah we decided I unfortunately I, I guess i don't know but i was super sad and speaking people of people loved that show and that's really, really that's something sad. that always breaks my heart is that like and that's why i know you and i have this conversation every fall and sort of in the spring too like i don't want to follow something and get super involved with it and then have them be like, ah, psych, the ratings sucked. And it's, it's crazy because they, you know, Southland was on NBC, then it got canceled, then it went into oh, TNT. Really? I mean, it, you know, it's gone through trials and tribulations here. So, you know, now they're canceling shit and, and the fucking actors aren't even, they don't they don't even get a heads up. That's lame. You know what I'm saying? Like, at least if you, you finish it, you know it's going to get canceled. So you finish it, you wrap that shit up. You know I what I'm saying? I have a client who's on a show next year on TNT. Hopefully they tell them to whoever that is stack, stack some chips because yeah. you never know. Fucking pay don't, close attention to Twitter. Don't buy that house yet. Yeah, keep on keep on <laughs> renting. Um, so Southland, yeah, canceled. But okay. the killing we talked about it. Was, you love the killing. I love the killing, and we talked about it last episode that it was coming back, right? Mm-hmm. So I didn't know how that came back. So I think maybe um, homeboy from the blot says or someone like that posted uh, an article. So I read it and. The reason why it came back, because it was really, really critically acclaimed. And the lead is the homegirl who's in World War Z with Brad Pitt. Yeah, she's great. She is great. And then the dude, I forget his name, he's, um, his his star's rising as well. So anyways. And people lost their fucking minds at the end of the first uh, season of The Killing, which is why I never watched it, because I was like, oh my god, people are... So upset. But it was really, it was Pitch really forks. good. And then, and then you found out who, you know, who killed uh, Rosie. And then you're like, how's this gonna continue? I was like, oh, it got canceled. It's cool with me because I know what happened. Yeah, I know. Who so killed I was like, Rosie. How they, how's that gonna do this shit, right? Especially the way it, I'm not gonna spoil, it, but the way it ends for the characters. So then um, it comes back, and I was like, mm, I don't know if I'm gonna watch it. So then I read this this article, and it says interesting things are happening right now in the world of TV. So it got canceled, even though it's critically acclaimed, and then it came back with the help of Netflix. Mm. So it's back on AMC, but mm-hmm. Netflix comes in and says, "We want to put money to we be want to able invest to, in this one. to be able to show it." So I think this maybe might be the first time that this has happened. I'm not quite sure. If you know, let us know. I'll do more research. But they put in money so that killing just. Uh, premiered a couple it's like episode three this sunday so a couple weeks ago so three months after it premiered netflix has a rights to start showing it that quickly right after Mm -hmm. and they do that with some shows but i bet that this is like i haven't i haven't heard anything about netflix comes in and says this does so well for us yeah that we're gonna come and invest in it while it's happening yeah so they brought it back. A lot of the people from the last season are not coming back because it's a wholly diff- totally different storyline. Mm-hmm. So all the main characters, I think they got a bump up in salary. So they're trying to figure out how to like trim down the fat, keep it going and stuff like that. So I was like, okay, it's two-hour season premiere. Okay. I'm not going to do a season. You know, I got tea, but I'm not going to do a season pass. I'm just going to record the <laughs> one episode. Fold and close. 
watching it. I had to stop folding clothes. I'm fucking hooked again. That shit is so oh, fucking good. good. It is so good. You okay. have to. You have to watch it from. You have. You can't just watch it now. You gotta watch it from, from the, the beginning. From the beginning. I know. Get upset. Then watch the second season and be right. okay. All Except right, that I'll cool. be lucky because I'll be like, fuck that, and flip a table over, and then I'll be off next episode. Exactly. <laughs> and then you come to this, and then let's, let's you know, you'll you'll get caught up, hopefully. And then, like, the Washington Post gave it, like, a crazy, crazy good review. And it's really good. I'm hooked. Um, I, it has a lot to do with the way it's, oh, I said that before, the way it's shot. It's really eerie. It's like... You know, a rainy and dark, and it, the, the certain Twin color. Pixie. It's kind of like um, Homegirl, who did um, uh, Zero Dark Thirty, like that kind of. Oh uh, yeah. That mm-hmm. kind of. Uh, yeah, color like scheme. saturated, super but saturated, dark. like yeah. Um, so that's that's back on. So I love it. If you watch it, let us know. Well, while we're talking about things that we love with the passion of a thousand fiery suns, I would like to revisit Hannibal. So it's still good. It is so good. It to me, I mean, I haven't seen the killing. Yeah. But it's I thought that I enjoyed the fall fo- I enjoyed the following. It was amusing. Yeah. But this blows the following out really? of the water. So people go crazy about the following. Yeah. If you like the following, you need to go back to school and get retaught because Hannibal is amazing. Really? That's crazy. I'm going to I'm going to wait. Like, I'm going to wait to see that. I mean it's graphic. Yes, it is disturbing. It is um it's graphic a lot of graphic for being on NBC. It you like you're sort of surprised. You're like, "Holy shit, how can they do this?" Wow. So, it's a little graphic, but more than that, it's there's just something that makes you squirm when you watch it. Wow. Like, I don't <laughs> like it's just icky. But it's so great, and the acting is really awesome. It is truly, like, disturbing and terrifying. Hmm. Not in a, oh, my God, I can't sleep at night, but in a, like, I can't watch it and then be like, all right, and turn the light out and go to bed. Like, I need a little Conan or something oh, wow, to, like, little... ease me ease me into bed. <laughs> wow, that's crazy. But, yeah, it's so good. If anyone, and you can get it everywhere. It's on Hulu. Like, they're desperately trying to find an audience for it. How's it doing rating-wise? Terribly. And it had great, um, it had great critical reviews, but it was up against Scandal. Oh, which is amazing. Yeah, and totally owned it, like, a, just a totally different thing. So they have Hannibal for free on Hulu. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's on Netflix streaming. I think it's on Amazon Prime. Like, you can get it kind of everywhere. You think it's going to get canceled? No. It, they, it was the last show. They waited two weeks before. They renewed, uh, renewed or canceled everything else, and they waited two weeks and Hannibal does really well overseas, mm. and it has big investment from overseas. So, so they were. I think that they were probably waiting to figure out, like, all right, can we do enough money to whatever? But it deserves to be like the biggest hit. The M- like, it it's so good. It does not deserve to be on NBC. Wow. It, it deserves to be on Showtime or HBO. It's amazing. We'll see how. I bet you if it was on Showtime, HBO, oh, it would be, be huge, crazy yeah. big, huge. I wonder why. Hmm. Um. So let's talk about Mad Men. Are you conflicted? Uh huh. So I've been watching, like I said in that last episode, I've been watching the old ones from the pilot on. Yes. So they kind of like met up. So Uh right before the episode where he goes, uh, was it last week or two weeks ago, where he goes, like they go back to California. Mm -hmm. I'm watching the old ones, and it's the first time he goes (laughs) to California. Remember, he goes with that one young girl in Palm Palm Springs Springs. to Uh like the book. Yeah, so I was like, whoa, this is crazy right now. Uh-huh. And it's also, I think that's why it also so affects me so much more because I'm watching 
the old ones with, you know, um, with the new ones is that I really see the difference. And I'm sh I know that they make them where he doesn't look as good this season because he's going through a lot and he's put, it's like, you know, a whole nother decade and, mm -hmm. you know, he's not as confident. It's like a midlife crisis type of shit. He's more of an anachronistic guy in and, the new Yeah, and so, era. like, in the, in the old ones, he's like, you know, that Don Draper that we know and love that's on it and this and that. And then you see him now and it makes, it. I don't know, because I love this show so much. Mm -hmm. You know, we nerd out about this show so much. It really, it, it breaks my heart to see Don this way, mm -hmm. you know, real, just, just like a regular dude. Like I want him. He's to, like a regular he, guy now, yeah, especially after the most recent episode. And you're was, like, I was, oh. I was devastated. Like that was the my mask dad. is off. Yeah, I don't like that. Like put it back on, get yeah. back in shape. You know, I the sixties they had terrible clothes. I, it doesn't look good on you. You look like a regular old man dude. Yeah. No, I, I found, I mean, I'm a little conflicted. I feel like the introduction of so many new characters means that you're pulled away from really the nucleus of the series, which to me is Don Draper, is Don Draper first and secondarily the agency. And um, either last episode or the one before that, might have been the one before that, it was very agency and like sort of business intrigue mm -hmm. um, heavy. And I think that that's when they do their best. Mm -hmm. Like when it's everyone jockeying at the agency, like that to me is really interesting. But then you start getting into like, you know, Roger's a terrible grandfather and whatever. And it's yeah. like, eh. It's dilute, like the little it, dilute. It, it dilutes, dilutes the, whole the best part of it. And I feel like they've wandered a little bit, but I still feel like watching it is amazing. The acting is so good. Yeah. You're right. I think when when they went to pitch and then they decided to merge, mm -hmm. I was like, this is the shit that I'm talking about. Yeah, like, that you know, was great. That I was like, yes. You were like, oh, shit. Yeah. It's, it's, it's now like, I figure out how they're going to get Peggy back. Exactly. Like, oh, yeah, la, la, la. And then. And then it's got got into those other stories. You're right. It just dilutes it, and it's not, and it just makes me sad. But I do like the, and because I'm watching the old ones as as well, the evolution of Peggy's character. Yeah. You know, and because you're reminded of because also the it just was I was watching uh, the episode when um, you fit you find out what Don tells her when she's in the hospital after she had the baby mm -hmm. and he was just like you forget it you just forget about it you just keep moving you just forget about it you know and you're just like holy shit like they've helped each other so much like she he helped her so much but now she's like what are you doing like yeah. she sees him like for she she knows him she knows him well she's always she knows him better than she, anyone than anyone because sure. she knows a lot of his shit because she's been there but that he also knows her very well and mm -hmm. shit that she you know that a lot of people yeah. don't know, and so... And the two of them, in my heart at least, are the... They're the center of the series. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's why I've always said, and I think we've discussed it here more than once, that, like, the final shot that I want to see in Mad Men is her in some, like, typically Don Draper pose. Like, yeah. you know, hanging out, like, lounging over the thing with the cigarette or something, and, like, sort of pull out, and, yeah. like, that's it. Yeah, that would be awesome. Because she's sort of... She's sort of his heir apparent. Mm-hmm. Totally. In a totally fucked up way. Yeah. Super good. But one thing I want to talk about is we never really find out, like, 
Um, Campbell doesn't... We never find out why he was so rapey. Remember he, like, ranked everybody back in the early episodes? <laughs> He's just always creepy, and I think that it's... <laughs> You're right. Like, they don't get more into it. I think that he's just, like, super creepy. And so they're like, I don't know. Somebody needs to be rapey. Make it Pete Campbell. <laughs> but, like, he doesn't do it. I don't know. It's just weird to me. Like, watching those. I was like, oh, I forgot. He's totally, he was totally, like, rapey. And... I mean, he's been kind of lecherous and, like, like he kind of, like, eye fucks Joan in, like, an inappropriate way this season. And, like... But he's, like, not... He's, just like, in a weird way... He's, he's slimy. To me, he's, like, less creepy. Like, he... Because, like, so much has happened to him and his hair's receding and he feels like he's... Sli- his grasp on, on, uh-huh. on the on the agency, like, he's losing his place. Like, he seems not a little bit... Like, his mom... He's had mom troubles and, like... He's less creepy now. He's less creepy and he, he seems a little bit more reg- regular. Like, okay, like, oh, did he just... He seems a little nicer? I don't know. It's weird. He doesn't want to be gay. <laughs> what was that? Is that guy gay? Yes. He's totally, like, I was like, I did not see that. That, that was, was the total, like, 60-whatever something, um, like, the 60s version of, like, hey, are you gay? That was that, the 60s version of subtle tap, knee touch. That tap under yes. the thing. That congressman, tap, tap, tap in the boys' room at and, the airport. And speaking of, the, I just finished watching the episode of the art director. What was his name? <gasps> Sal. Sal, who I loved. Remember, like... So sad. It was the it was the the saddest scene was when remember he was gonna direct the Bye Bye Birdie co- mm-hmm. kind of takeoff mm-hmm. commercial right, and he's telling his wife, and she's all interested. She's like, really? And she's such an amazing actress because from her eyes alone, he's acting out the whole thing in full like you know gay awesomeness. And she's like all interested, and her eyes are like, yeah, uh huh. And then he's like, yeah. And then she kind of like goes back and does this thing like this, and and then it hits her. My husband's gay. My husband is totally fucking gay. And, <laughs> and it hits see her. It and in her eyes. And it's, you have to rewatch it. And it's maybe I can find it on YouTube. It's amazing nonverbal acting. She's just like, huh? And then she's like, she, what do you think? She's like, oh yeah. Yeah, that's great. And you just like heartbroken into pieces. Like uh, it is horrific. Cuz yeah. what can you do back then? Nothing. I feel like there's going to be some more heartbreak in our future. I think so too. And Draper Price this that the whatever. other and whatever. <laughs> uh something that I have been totally vehemently opposed to but am now watching because I like to have something on when I work is uh, 30 Rock. What? Because you don't watch sitcoms. You don't watch anything with nope. a laugh track. And I also have a... I particularly have it out for Tina Fey because a good friend of mine who's in my book club, been a good friend of mine for a long time, She she's been a friend of mine for 15 years plus. Okay. Maybe almost 20 years. In fact, almost 20 years. And she went to college with Tina Fey. I met her what? shortly after she was out of college. Or no, I'm sorry, high school. And um, Tina Fey got picked on super hard in school by like all of the popular kids. And my friend was one of the few people that stood up for her. Oh. And she was always like, oh, Tina's a nice girl, whatever. And like, oh, no way, that girl's on Saturday Night Live. Yeah, no, my gosh, I went to high school or high school with her, whatever. So they had their like 10-year reunion, whatever, 20-year, whatever it was. And my friend went back and was like, Tina! And she's like the world's friendliest lesbian. Like, she's just, like, super cool, down-to-earth, whatever, like, no bullshit. 
and Tina totally went like super glammed out. Oh, cause she was she wanted and to she show was up. like and she was like, hey, what's up? And like totally showed up to show off. Of course. And like oh, I totally get that. Yeah. But then she was super rude to my friend, and she was like, I never. She was like, whatever, it's her deal. But I was the only person. Like, I always stood up for her. Aww. And then she treated me like I was just, like, one of the rest of them. Aww. So I was like, Tina Fey, fuck you in the face. <gasps> so that was another reason that I never watched 30 Rock. But then I just recently started watching it. And it, it does, every once in a while, I do have a laugh out loud moment. It is really good. And I love Tina Fey. So that's a terrible story I know. to hear. Hearts broken. Damn. Crushed. And on the last note, before we wrap it on up. True Blood comes back on. How are we feeling? I, I feel the same way I feel every fucking season. I'm not really feeling it this season. And then I'll start watching and I'll be all creaming all over my man. And then it's on <laughs> and popping. What the fuck? I feel like, oh my God, this show could not get any cheesier. <laughs> and then it totally surprises me and gets even cheesier. But you still watch Oh, and I watch it. <laughs> it's crazy. Like I'm getting paid. I know. Oh, what yeah. What is it? Damn. So yeah, yeah I mean it's it's campy as fuck, but I just can't help it. I find it so entertaining. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, but Game of Thrones is gone. What are you gonna do? Um, actually, I here's a here's a final parting thing. Um, for those of you who are fans of television, uh, I have a BBC miniseries that I will recommend to you. Do it. No, I have not seen Downton Abbey yet. Oh, I swear to God, I will. God. It's called The Hour. And it has Dominic West, who is in The is Wire. This a is a period? Yes. It's I think sort I of, saw the It's commercial. sort of like a British madman. It takes place yes, in yes, the yes. 50s in London. And it's the launch of a new BBC TV show called The Hour. Yes, yes, yes. I saw the, I saw the um, commercials for it and I wanted to watch it. And it has... Um, ben Wishaw is like my new favorite thing on earth. He played Q in uh, the latest James Bond movie, Skyfall. And it has Dominic West, who is in The Wire. He was in, he's been in like a million things. He's kind of a character actor, kind he's of great. like a hunky guy. Um, he was in 300. He was in 300. It has Una Chaplin, who plays Rob Stark's wife in uh, Game of Thrones. See, 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 see. And, um, but Ben Wishaw and also the female lead, Romula Garai, I think is how you pronounce her name. But Ben Wishaw is like a fucking Marvel. Like, yeah. he's like, he's cute, but he's cute. super effete and he has the best hair ever. Oh. And he's just, oh, uh, he's just like, he's skinny. He weighs like a hundred pounds soaking wet. <laughs> I just, I just love him. He's so good in it. And it's, like, very exciting. It's very whodunit. It's great acting. It's super, super fun. So I've been watching The Hour, and I think there's only six episodes. It's really great. Highly recommend. Okay, so after you watch The Hour... Ben, do I have to watch Downton Abbey? Yes, can you please? Okay, yes, I will, I promise. Thank you. Jesus. <laughs> that or the killing something. Okay, I promise you that it will be one or the other. Okay. Okay. Report back. Okay. Um, all right, kids, I think that's a wrap. Um, I think that's a wrap. And w we say this every time, but we promise we're going to try to keep it. <laughs> yeah, we're going to. When is it? Comic-Con's in like a month and a week? Five weeks? Yeah. We will. Okay, here's our goal. Two more times before Comic-Con. 
If not more. If not. Damn. All right, I'm, girl. I'm, I'm shooting. I'm shooting for like a little extra here. Okay. Let's no, keep that's this it. going. Let's keep because this going. Because we miss you. And we want to reach out and touch you. Yeah. Let's do it. All right, kids. Are we done? We're done. Peace out, nerds.